Bibles with you today, I want to read from Luke chapter 2, 8 to 14, and I want to talk about peace. Talk to you about peace. In the time that we're living in, we certainly need peace, uh, need to be touched by our peace, by God's peace. And so that's what I want to talk about. So Luke chapter 2, 8 to 14. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, Peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Father, I thank you that you've made a declaration that there is peace available to all the earth. And so, Father, I just pray as we look at this message here today that, God, you would just help me to communicate that message that you want to speak in the lives of everybody that is here today, everybody that is watching online today that they'll receive this message, that you have a message that you're wanting to speak peace over their lives, over their situation, over their circumstance today. And so, Lord, just help me to communicate that message in Jesus' name. Amen. So it is, it's a real joy uh, to be able to speak here today. We were kind of laughing among ourselves uh, last week when uh, we were watching online and kind of saying, I don't think you've ever missed being in a church service in two weeks in a row in my whole life. And uh, somebody said, what, are you nuts that you always go to church? And even on vacation time, last time you go to church, uh, yes, I do. And uh, for, for me, that was a big thing that even though I'm watching it online, it just wasn't the same. But uh, I love church. I love being in the church. I love being with people in the church and uh, certainly this COVID time has really shown me even more so that I'm a people person. I need to be around people. And I think a lot of you out there are finding the same thing, that uh, you know, I need to be around people. It's a very important part of our society. And uh, even our own peace of mind is to be around other people. And so it's a real joy uh, to be with you uh, here today and that I can be here with you in person. Uh, so that's a real blessing uh, for me today. But anyway, today I want to share with you about peace. Peace is a wonderful thing, a peace that talks about serenity, a calm, uh, a freedom from disturbance. And I like that kind of a de definition that peace is a freedom <clears throat> from any kind of disturbance, whether that's worry, whether that's stress, whether that's fear. And that's something that God says that peace is available to us today. And I found it interesting as I was kind of feeling this over these last few weeks that God was wanting to declare peace and speak peace over all of us. And as we think of the Christmas story, the Christmas story itself reminds us that God is a God of peace and that God is declaring peace over us. And matter of fact, in the very first Christmas day, 
the angels of heaven made that declaration that peace was declared over all the earth. Luke 2, 14, we already read it. It says, glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. So I want you to know that there is a peace that is available to anyone and everyone that will receive the message of Christmas, that will receive the child that was born as the Savior of our world. So this peace is obviously something that was very important to God, that he would send forth angels to make a declaration that these shepherds heard that day. They heard it with their own ears. They saw the angels with their own eyes, and they heard that declaration that there's to be peace on earth. And I find it interesting as you think about that announcement, that announcement has never been rescinded. God didn't come back later and say, you know what, I I think I made a mistake. No, there's, there's never been a rescinding of that declaration. So that declaration still stands today where God says, peace over our world. And that's something we need to realize Now, I realize as we look to our world right now, we may not maybe feel that, that peace is, you know, not something that comes to our mind because we're, if we look with our natural eyes, all we see is the political unrest, the uh, financial, the economic unrest that's there, racial unrest, the restrictions and the divisions that all that is causing, the sickness, the deaths, the mourning, uh, depression, discouragement, and stress, and frustrations. I found it interesting reading this little article this week that talked about insurance companies finding that uh, the, the mental health submissions have increased three times over what they were last year just because of all this COVID and the things that are going on. So people are not doing well, and people are getting weary of it all. And I think that's maybe why God was already speaking to me and impressed me to say, to speak peace. I want to speak peace. And as we come into this Christmas season, we need to realize that that is a declaration that is declared during the Christmas season. Peace is declared. And so that's what I want to remind you of this morning. And as we look at this Christmas story and and you look at the announcement of peace, it's something that God was really wanting us to connect with and understand that he desires to bring peace into all the world. It's interesting that even in the Old Testament, as you read the Old Testament, that hundreds of years before, uh, there's those declarations that there's peace to come with this Christ child. Isaiah 9, verse 6 to 7 speaks of Christ. And it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And his government and his peace will never end. See, that peace hasn't been rescinded. It still stands, it's still declared, For all of us, if we would just simply grasp it, hold on to it, it is a truth, I believe, that God wants us to realize that there is peace today. Even in the midst of all this turmoil that is happening in our world right now, even in this turmoil with people, what are we going to do this Christmas time? How are we going to make it this year through our Christmas season? God is saying, I want to speak peace. I want to speak peace over you. And I think that's part of Christmas that we need to remember that Peace is declared. Peace is declared. 
And see, as Jesus came in that very first Christmas, he came as the Prince of Peace. He came with a declaration of peace. He didn't come to bring confusion or frustration or hopelessness, but rather joy and peace to all people. So that's a wonderful message that we all need to be reminded of, especially as we come in our Christmas season, that part of the Christmas season is peace. That's part of his declaration. That's, that's part of what God wants us to experience. I find it kind of interesting that, you know, they're, they're looking at the, the science and, and looking that, you know, this week we're going to see the Bethlehem star, how these planets line up, and that's where that light came from way back to that day. And that's going to happen this year in a few more days. Like, that's pretty cool. To me, that's just another reminder to us that God's trying to say, there's peace. I'm wanting to bring you peace. God's wanting to bring peace. An inner tranquility, a calmness, a serenity, a, a freedom of the services of stress, worry, of fear, a mediation from God that brings peace to our minds, but also not just peace to our minds, peace to our situation, even peace to our world. It's something that God wants us to know. It's available. It's been prophesied. It's been declared from heaven. It's even a gift from heaven for all the world to see and experience if we just simply open up our hearts to this Christ of Christmas. Now, as Jesus came, he also proved that who he was, proved who he said he was. And one of the areas where he proved who he was was in this area of peace. He showed us that he has the authority to bring peace. As you read about his life, as you read the Gospels and the Bible, uh, we see this truth exemplified over and over again, bringing hope, bringing healing, bringing salvation, deliverance from the demonic, even touching creation itself with his peace. Think of the wonderful story when Jesus and his disciples were on the Sea of Galilee, and they're crossing that sea, and a huge storm came up that was so big that even the fishermen that were disciples at that time, even they were afraid. And as they woke up Jesus... Jesus, don't you realize what's going on? I'm kind of thinking, like, that's exactly what we're doing, too. We're kind of like, Jesus, do you know what's going on in our world right now? He kind of rebuked them. He said, there's a peace. And he spoke to the wind and to the waves. And the Bible tells us what happened. There was a complete calm. There was peace. Luke 8, 24 gives us that uh, portion of Scripture. It says the disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. And when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. Suddenly, the storm stopped and all was calm. So you can stop the wind, but an ocean continues. Those waves continue for a long time. Those rollers, they keep rolling in sometimes for days if there's been a big storm. But with Jesus, when he spoke, it would suddenly calm everything. So Jesus has demonstrated over and over in Scripture that he is indeed the Prince of Peace. He is the one that can bring peace to every situation, not just in our own minds, but also into our natural world that is around us and in the creation around us that he can bring peace. So during this Christmas season, I hope you recognize there's peace. 
I know a lot of people are going through a lot of trying times and we're frustrated and all those kinds of things. There's storms that you're facing. There's worries that you're facing. There's fears that are troubling you. You're worried about your futures. And God is wanting to tell us that I can offer you peace. I can bring peace into the situation in your own personal life, but also in your world. The answer we need really right now is peace. And that's part of the Christmas story, the promise of the Christmas story, to bring peace. And so this morning, I just want to look at a, just a few areas here where it kind of talks to us about how we can receive that peace. Now, the first way we can experience peace is Jesus Christ, the hope and the Savior of the world. The person that we celebrate at this Christmas season. If you want peace, then we need to recognize this person that we celebrate at this time of year, Jesus Christ. His very birth was announced by a heavenly declaration of peace, a declaration of good news, a declaration of joy, and a declaration that a Savior had come. Luke 2 Verses 10 to 11, 14 says, But the angel assured them, Don't be afraid. So many people are afraid right now. And the angel is saying, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem in the city of David. Glory to God in the highest heaven. Peace on earth to those whom God has pleased. See, the key to experiencing peace is welcoming and believing in Jesus Christ because he is the true reason that we celebrate Christmas. This joy and peace, again, has been proclaimed. You really need to get that in your mind. It's been proclaimed. It hasn't been rescinded. He came into this world. He is a person of peace. And as we place our faith in him, he brings peace into our lives. As you welcome the Prince of Peace, obviously there should be an experience of peace that would come into our lives. And that's what God is saying today. I want to give you peace. If we would open up our hearts to the Prince of Peace and welcome him and express our faith in him, he reminds us there is peace. I will bring peace to you. Jesus speaking to his disciples about the coming crucifixion. He was talking to them about the future. They didn't really like what he was saying. They didn't like to hear those words. They obviously became very concerned and and, and very worried about what Jesus was saying. Jesus started talking to them about that he was going to go to the cross, that he was going to pay for the sins of the world. And and as they were listening to him, they, they really weren't getting it at the time, and they were becoming very frustrated and fearful. But listen to what Jesus says to them in John 14, verse 1. He says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Maybe you're out there today and fear has really gripped you. And you're actually terrified about all that is happening and all that's taking place and things are being shut down and you wonder, how am I going to make it? How are we going to come through? You're looking at maybe losing your home. You're losing your business. Some very big things. Some of us aren't going to be able to have our families with us. We're troubled. Jesus says, don't be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. 
Believe in me. Trust in me. And then he goes on to say in verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So when you have faith in Jesus, when you've placed your faith in him, there is a peace that can come into your life that takes away the fears and the worries that can so easily creep into our lives. But Jesus is telling us, you don't have to be afraid. There's a peace that I give you that defies human understanding and it will bring you a serenity and a peace even in the midst of total turmoil and chaos around your world. So that's the first place we should look when we need peace, especially in difficult times, especially in a year that we're facing today. Look to him because he is the one that wants to bring peace into your situation, into your circumstance and in your life, have faith in Jesus. Receive Jesus this Christmas season. If you've never opened up your heart to God, this is the time. This is the time Jesus has given us all kinds of signs. He's trying to get our attention. My goodness, even lining up of planet things, that's pretty cool. He's just trying to get our attention. Look to him. There's peace. There's peace available. If you will look to him and put faith in him. That's the first thing we need to do. And then secondly, to receive peace, we need to receive the gift of peace. See, Christmas is a time of receiving and giving of gifts. And whether we realize it or not, Jesus has given us a gift. You may not think of it in that term, but Jesus himself said, I want to give you a gift, and it's a gift of peace. I was thinking I should have wrapped up a big box, like these big letters of hope here in presented that to you to say that this is what Jesus is offering you. He's saying, I have a gift for you. But so often we don't open up that gift. We, we, we don't receive him. We, we don't welcome him into our circumstances or our situations. Or we don't welcome him into those things that are causing us fear and worry and stress. And Jesus is saying, I got a gift for you. And if you would open up this gift, it's a present. And that present is peace. That's what he does. John 14, verse 27, it says, I am leaving you with a gift. Saying that to the disciples. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Are you troubled? Are you afraid? Are you worried? Is, you know, is your world falling apart as far as you're concerned? Because Jesus is saying, look, I have a gift for you. This is a Christmas season, and I hope you understand that Jesus is saying to you, I got a gift, and here it is. Will you take this gift? You know what? A lot of us have gifts under our Christmas trees and things of that nature during this time. But you know what? If you never go there and open up that gift, it just stays there. It just looks nice. Jesus is saying, tear off the wrappers. Open up the box, because I got something for you. I got peace that I want to give to you. So that's a gift. You've got to open it. You've got to open up the gift. Not only as Jesus came into this world, he brought peace. He brought peace with God. Uh, before that, there was uh, no peace with God. There was sin in the way. So Jesus came, was a substitute for our sin. He was a sacrifice for our sin. He paid the price for our sin. He offered himself up for our sin and made peace with God. But that's not the only peace he has brought. Some of us think that's it. 
No, he's saying, I want to also bring you peace of mind, peace of heart. Those things that get inside of us sometimes that really disturb us and get us so frustrated. And Jesus is saying, listen, I have, I've not only given, made peace with God for you, I also have come to give peace in your hearts and in your minds. So that's a wonderful thing. Open up the package. Open up that gift. See, as we will continue to look to him, we're going to receive that peace. And it's going to affect everything that we do. It'll affect our hearts. It'll affect our minds uh, on a continual basis. It will sustain us through good times and bad times. And, you know, there's lots of things we can do sometimes uh, naturally that can help us through difficult times. But Jesus tell, reminds us, those are temporary. They're only going to help you for a little while. I want to give you peace that will sustain you every day. Every day, all the time. And while fear is ruling our world right now, Jesus is saying, I got a gift. I got a gift for the whole world. I got an answer for the whole world and it's peace that I want to bring to you. And he has the power not just over to touch that peace of mind and peace of heart. He also has the power to speak to creation and to our world and to have, have peace. So I'm encouraging you today, look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He's offering you a gift of peace. The Bible says he's an ever-present help in our times of trouble. He's waiting. He's got a gift. He's in our homes. If you can visualize this, Jesus is in your home today. He's right beside that Christmas tree, and he's holding a gift. Will you receive it? Will you receive it? Do you need peace today? Then let's look to the Prince of Peace. And let's receive the peace that he desires to give us as a gift. Now, thirdly, in receiving peace, we need to pray. See, our relationship with God shouldn't be you know, a one-time thing where we just say, yeah, yeah, I, I believe in Jesus, I welcome Jesus in my life. No, you need to continue in that. You continue to believe for him to help you through the rest of your life. And you make a choice to serve him. And you keep those doors of communication. You continue to talk to God through prayer, talking with him. That's all it is, just talking. Somebody, I don't know how to pray. Well, just talk from your heart as you would to anybody else. You start there with God. Just begin to talk to him. And as we begin to pray and talk with God, there's a peace that comes. It helps us to stay in that realm of peace that he's offering for each one of us. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You know, there's so much information out there right now. Some of it is true, some of it is false. And it's just crazy sometimes trying to figure out what's the truth of what's happening in our world right now. Sometimes it can be kind of difficult finding out what that is. And Jesus is saying, I got an answer. I want to bring you peace. So that you're not going to be all alarmed about what is happening around you because you're going to be walking in a peace that I give that the world cannot give. It's something that's beyond what can happen in the natural. God wants to touch you in that way. So much peace 
can come as we pray. As we keep those communication lines open with God. As we take time to, to pray and focus on Him, the blessings of God begin to flow in our lives. God's peace begins to flow in our lives. And, and what it does, it begins to guard. It guard. It's like a shield that comes up that when we're hearing all these things that everyone else is all afraid about and worried about, it's like there's a shield there that's protecting you. That you still have peace, even though there is a real storm that is raging around you. It's not denying that there's a storm. It's just simply telling that you can have peace in the midst of your storm. A peace that is so powerful that you can say no to fear. You can say no to worry. You can say no to stress because God will sustain you. God will sustain you. Things that would normally rob us of our peace won't have an effect because there's a peace that God has given to us that's holding us up and strengthening us and helping us to stand. So if you're in need of that kind of peace today, I want to encourage you, it's available. Pray. Pray to God. Say, God, I need this. I really do. God, I'm struggling. God, I'm having difficulties right now. Be honest with God and say, God, I need your peace. I need a, a touch of your peace today. He wants us to walk in peace. Have it every day. But sometimes, you know, hey, life happens and sometimes, you know, that peace, we don't sense it all. We'll just begin to pray again. Welcome his peace. Say, God, I need your peace again. He'll respond. Then, for if you want to experience peace, you need to watch what you're focusing on. And that's a big thing right now. What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on everything that's happening all around you? Or are you trying to hear a different message to see what God is saying instead of what the world is saying? You know what? It's not that we should be living our lives with our ears closed to what's happening in the world. Of course not. But you know what? No matter what happens to our world, we need to be looking above and looking to the one above who is in control and to see what he's saying to us at this time. And I believe he's saying to you, I want to give you all peace. I want to come and touch this whole world and bring peace. I'd like to see the Lord come and just simply like on that day in the storm where he just simply declares peace over our world again and that all nature has to respond. COVID would have to respond because COVID is not superior to God. It's underneath. It's underneath. And I realize sometimes we can be guilty of our own lack of peace and chaos because sometimes we just allow our minds to be filled with so many of the other messages that are out there that soon we're so distracted and so upset that we're just like everybody else and all worried, stressed out. God is saying, look to me. Watch what you're focusing on. Watch what you're focusing on. Listen to what Philippians 4, 8 to 9 says. It says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure, lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Where are your thoughts? Where have you been allowing your thoughts to go? God's saying, fix your thoughts on things that are good. Fix your thoughts on things that are true, 
honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, things worthy of praise. I know right now all of us, sometimes we get caught up in all the things that are happening in our world and all the announcements that are coming, you know, every few days and changes every few days. And it's really hard to find a, a positive message. I was talking to one of the uh, reporters of a newspaper this week, and they said, you know what, it's really, really hard to try to write a story without COVID interfering with the story. <laughs> I said, that's true, it is. And I said, well, when it comes to church, guess what? COVID is interfering with the church too. But you know what? Is that where we're always looking? To what's the world saying? And God is saying, I want you to have a focus about peace. There's a peace that I want to give to you. And I'm trying to do that. I'm really trying to keep my focus on the Lord. I'm really trying to focus on what he is saying at this time. I'm not ignoring the facts of what's happening in our world, but I'm also pressing beyond that to see, God, what are you saying? Because God, I'm going to look to you because I know that my peace and my rest comes from what you're saying versus what the world is saying. And so he's talking to us about our focus. He wants to give peace. Where's your focus? And then lastly, experiencing peace, we need to practice our faith. Put our faith into practice. See, our faith is more than just talk. It, it's more than just saying, oh, yes, I, I do believe. No, it's, it's living your faith. That needs to take place every day. And you know what happens? Tough times kind of reveal a whole lot about our faith. That's something that I've really seen during this time in, in churches and pastors from all over are recognizing and a lot of them are very discouraged because they're realizing that a lot of people they thought had faith really didn't have faith and they've already walked away. See, in tough times, it'll show you where your faith really is. And if we want to experience peace and remain in peace, then you need to continue in that practice of your faith and living it out. Keep your focus in the right place. Continue to do those things as the Bible says. But also, he says, continue to keep practicing what you've already learned. When you don't know what to do, you go back to what you know is right to do. You go back to what the Bible says. Philippians 4.9, we already read it, but read it again. It says, keep putting into practice all you have learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Focus, yes. But also he's showing us that we need to continue in the faith. Practice your faith. Like many of you are doing today. You're here in this service or you're watching us online. You're, you're practicing your faith today. You're saying, this is something that's important to me. And as you recognize that importance to you, you know what? Peace is coming. Just the fact that you're here today or you're watching today, see, you've heard a message or you're hearing a message of peace, something that you needed to hear. And that's what God is saying. That's why we need to continue to practice our faith because that's where we get encouraged as we continue in the faith because we continue to hear messages and encouragements from one another. We continue to hear from God himself when we're praying. So those things are all good. Second Peter 1-2 says, May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. 
So if you want a peace that remains, you've got to work on your faith. You've got to grow in the faith. Because as you grow in your faith, you actually grow in peace. Basically, the closer you are to God in your faith, the closer you are to experiencing more peace in your life. So as we look at the availability of peace, we find that God offers the greatest peace that our world needs. And it exceeds and goes beyond any understanding of peace in a natural realm. There's times when God gives you peace that you're amazed. And you're saying, I I don't understand. I feel a peace. My world is crashing around me. And I feel peace. Some of you who are watching today on, online that maybe you've seen that in some Christians and you've been wondering, like, well, how are they coping? Like, man, their world has been turned upside down and yet it's almost like they're not affected by it. That's what peace does. God's peace does. There's a sustaining peace available to us that will protect us and guard our hearts and mind, causing us to rise above our troubles, our cares, our worries, our fears that life can sometimes bring. So I really want to encourage you to look to God today. Accept the gift. He's got a gift for you. It's a real big package. It's the biggest gift. It won't even fit underneath your Christmas tree. It's so big. And he's saying, I want to give it to you. He is the source of peace. He is the giver of peace. And he desires to give you the gift of peace that not only will affect your soul, not only affect your eternity, but affects you every day, your heart and your mind. May we receive that gift. And maybe you're watching today or you're here today and you've been kind of looking at faith, but you've never really responded to faith. Well, you can join with me in a little prayer. Simple little prayer. You don't have to make it a complicated prayer. But just a simple prayer like this, Jesus... I welcome you into my life. I ask that you would come into my life and make yourself real to me. I ask that you would come and forgive me of my sins and that you would grant me the peace that I need in my life right now. Just a simple prayer. And God can bring that peace that you need today. He can witness with your spirit today that things are going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it. You're going to see through. You know, this week, I was kind of debating whether or not I'd share this or not. I had a few dreams while on these enforced holidays. And one of the dreams I had last week, I hope this maybe would encourage you. But in this dream, I was seeing all these beautiful places upon the earth. Just gorgeous, gorgeous scenery. And I realized that I was in Spain and Germany and places of Europe. And then in Canada. And then even on a beach. And I was walking with a revivalist on this beach. And I was hearing this word, what a wonderful world. So I woke up there. I kind of knew what God was saying. But I said, you know, I should look up that. That song, What a Wonderful World. And I was asking Christopher, do you know who, uh, who, who wrote that? And I didn't know who did. And uh, Chris said, yeah, Kermit the Frog sings it. Uh, but 
Actually, no, he, he did know it was Louis uh, Armstrong that sang it, but he did mention that fact that Kermit sang that. But I began to look at those words. I'm sure you've heard it before, too. It's not a big song that you would hear in Christian realms, really, but these are the words. It says, I see trees of green and red roses, too. I see them bloom for me and for you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed days, the darkest sacred nights. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies cry. I watch them grow. I learn much more than I ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. And what that spoke to me was that, you know what? I believe God was just simply saying, you know what, you're gonna, things are going to be okay. You're going to enjoy this world that you live in again. There's things that you enjoy doing, like traveling. You're going to be traveling again. There's things that you enjoy, like simply shaking a person's hand. So awkward these days. You meet somebody for the very first time, and it's like back and forth. God said, you're going to shake your hands. You're going to see people smile again. All these masks on you. You're going around. You don't even know who people are sometimes because they're all covered up. And you're reading people's eyes now instead of people's faces. And I just felt the Lord was saying, all those things are going to happen again. You're going to see this beautiful world that I've created again. This is not the end. There's coming a breakthrough that is coming. And he's about to do that. I really believe that. He's about to do something. So that was kind of my dream. I hope that encourages you to realize, you know, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to come through this time. So as we close, there's one final thing that we'd like to do, and that is just to pray with you. There's a blessing that comes out of the Old Testament that the priests were to speak over the people. And that's what I'd like to do for you. Speak that over you and then to pray that over you. That comes at a number 6, 24, 27. It says, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Father, I want to pray that over your congregation here today, over your congregation that is watching us online today. I pray the Lord indeed that you will bless people. Lord, that people would experience your peace today. That as we open up our hearts to you, that peace will come and fill our heart, soul, and mind. That Lord, that peace will totally envelop us. Taking away our fears and our worries and the, and the stress and all the things that are bombarding our minds right now. God, I pray, put that shield up. We might have your peace. I pray that, Lord, for people as they come this Christmas season, that, Lord, as they've been examining the faith already, that today would be a day to say, it's time. I'm going to give my life to Christ today. I'm going to welcome Jesus Christ into my life today. And they would pray that prayer of Jesus. I welcome you into my life today. I do believe in you. Come into my life today. Bring me the peace that I am searching for and in need of today. I pray that peace to come. Lord, over your people. I pray for that peace, Lord, to come over this world. Lord, it's been a declaration 
that the angels have said, peace on earth. And I pray that, Lord, that same declaration, let there be peace over our nation of Canada. Let there be peace over our world today with all the things that are happening, all the things that are getting people so upset. Let there be peace in the name of Jesus. We speak peace over racial divisions that are happening around our world. We speak peace over our governments and all the division that's happening in our governments. We speak peace over all this COVID and these restrictions. We speak peace over your people. We speak peace over families today that are hurting. We speak peace, Lord, over people that are discouraged and down. We speak peace. I declare peace and declare it over this place over the homes and over the people who are watching today, that they would experience the peace of God that he desires to give to each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for your peace. I bless your people with peace today. In Jesus' name, amen.